from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm Jane Van Ryan. December 1st marks a milestone for the United States transition to ultra-low sulfur diesel fuel, also called ULSD. On that date, this redesigned diesel fuel will become the only diesel fuel sold throughout the country for highway travel. API's Patrick Kelly has been involved in this transition, and he's here in the studio with us today. Thanks for joining us, Patrick. Thanks, Jane. So let's talk about ultra-low sulfur diesel fuel. First of all, how does it differ from the type of diesel that's been in use for cars and diesel-powered trucks in the United States for a long time? Uh, ULSD fuel is a clean-burning diesel fuel with a sulfur content of only 15 parts per million. This is a 97% reduction from the 500 ppm diesel fuel that's been in use since the early 90s. Uh, Before that, diesel fuel commonly had about 2,500 parts per million sulfur. And so why did this happen? How, how did this transition from one form of diesel fuel to another begin? The transition really began back in 2000 when the EPA proposed uh, tighter emission standards for diesel vehicles that necessitated a cleaner fuel. ULSD production really began in earnest in 2006 after refineries were able to make the upgrades. Those upgrades cost the industry over $8 billion. The transition per- period for highway diesel fuel that began in 2006, will end on December 1st of this year when all highway diesel sold must be ULSD. So, Patrick, why did the EPA mandate this new fuel? In an effort to improve air quality, EPA required drastic emission reductions from diesel vehicles. Uh, To achieve the new standards, manufacturers redesigned diesel engines and equipped them with with advanced exhaust after-treatment systems. Uh, These systems necessitated a lower sulfur fuel uh, EPA rightly viewed the the fuel, the engine, and the vehicle all as a system that needs to work together to achieve those tighter standards. Um, the resulting emission reductions of hydrocarbons, nitrogen oxides, and particulate matter are equivalent to removing the, po- the pollution from more than 90% of the existing older trucks and buses uh, when the fleet is entirely turned over in the year 2030. Is this fuel required for certain models of vehicles? Uh, That's right. It's required for 2007 and newer uh, highway diesel um, uh, trucks and cars, Um, but it's recommended for use in in any diesel vehicle. And, in fact, once it's the only fuel available on December 1st, would be the only available fuel in the marketplace. So it is safe for older model engines. Absolutely, absolutely safe, and there's really no no expected changes from the uh, from the user, the uh, from the consumer. They're uh, not expected to see any any change in performance. Um, uh, the the fuel the new fuel is uh, in, entirely compatible with the in, with the whole fleet. Now I understand that the transition to ULSD fuel is still underway for marine and locomotive engines. So when will it become the only fuel available for those diesel-powered engines? Well, the non-highway market, diesel fuel market, was divided into non-road and locomotive marine. The non-road market, which is for your farm tractors and construction equipment and those type of vehicles, uh, they transitioned to ULSD in 2010, also this year. Uh, The locomotive and marine fuels will transition in 2012. 
Now, there's a certain exception for small refiners uh, to continue to produce 500 part per million sulfur fuel until 2014. And after 2014, all highway, non-road, locomotive marine diesel fuel will all be ULST. Does this new fuel look any different or smell any different than the traditional diesel fuel that most people have been aware of for many years? Uh, ULSD is slightly lighter in color, may have a slight color tint to it, and actually has a lower amount of smell because of the lower amount of sulfur in the fuel. But its performance and, and operability in an engine is identical to the diesel fuel that we've been using uh, since diesel fuel was first introduced. You mentioned that the refineries started making this fuel in about 2006 and that they had to make a number of changes in order to produce it. What precisely did they have to do? There's a lot of changes that need to be made in refineries um, that take a lot of time and cost a lot of money. Um, the designing of equipment, the permitting process takes a long time, and then the actual just construction of equipment. Um, EPA allowed for a pretty long transition period to allow all those changes to, to happen. Um, that really was one of the keystones of the success of the ULSD program was the amount of lead time that the EPA gave industry to begin to produce this new fuel. You, the, the transition to ULSD is perhaps the most costly, most complex fuel change that the U.S. fuel market has ever seen. And it has worked. Yes, absolutely. Uh, ULST fuel is completely compatible with the entire fleet. Um, no problems have, have surfaced, and uh, it's, it's been a very successful rollout. If it doesn't look any different, maybe slightly different, if it doesn't smell too much different, how do consumers even know that they're pumping this new fuel into their diesel-powered vehicles? Well, since 2006, the EPA has required that uh, all pumps that – uh, all diesel and heating oil pumps, dispensers, be labeled according to their sulfur content. The only exception to that is California, which has been all ULSD since 2006, uh, so they didn't require the labels. But the label will clearly tell you whether it's a 15 part per million ultra-low sulfur diesel or if it's a 500 part per million low sulfur diesel. Um, again, after December 1st, you won't see any low sulfur diesel 500 part per million for the highway fleet. Um, you will still see some for non-road and some for locomotive marine. But even in those markets, ULSD has been the predominant fuel. Very good. Patrick Kelly, thank you so much for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio and bringing us up to speed on the ongoing transition to ULSD fuel. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.